The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This. I'm not on drugs. I'm not drunk. Is early break with Zip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Nebraska ball plays tonight on the road. Michigan State, mm. 6 p.m. on Big Ten Network. Huskers coming off a nice pummeling of the Iowa Hawkeyes, 66-50 to 50 Great on win. Thursday night. Great win. Great win for Nebraska. It was. We are. You yeah, were there. It, it, I was there. It was a great time. We're now joined by Husker and Lions' Robin Washit. Robin, we'll talk about that game first. I want to go back to Thursday because that was awesome, the pummeling of Iowa let me ask you this. Were, were you surprised at how that game went down, or do you think Nebraska could have a game like that against Iowa? Um, I guess shouldn't be totally stunned, um, just given Nebraska's shown that it's more than capable of, of doing that to teams, you know, i.e. Creighton, and um, you know the effort they had against a, a much better team in Purdue. Yep. Um, you know, so I guess it wasn't totally out of the realm, and then you pair that with Iowa losing at home as – 31.5-point favorites to Eastern Illinois right before the break, so they were coming off a very uh, embarrassing loss, and so uh, you didn't know where they were going to be, and then you know they were also bringing back two of their best players, but two guys that hadn't right. played in you know almost a month, so there was going to be a little rust and readjustment there, so I guess you know looking back on it, it, it shouldn't have been a total shock, but still, I mean, the way in which Nebraska dominated that game from start to finish, you know, they jumped all over them early uh, and really never let up. You know, the closest got was nine points, you know, the rest of the way. So um, that was full control um, and as good of a defensive effort as certainly we've seen um, under Fred Hoiberg and, um, you know, maybe even beyond that, just uh, with, with the, the level of domination on that end. Robin Washett joins us from HuskerOnline.com. He is the premier basketball beat writer in this market, and he predicts Michigan State 68-64 over Nebraska. What leads to your prediction? Why uh, Why do you think the game will be so close? And, and maybe address what Nebraska would need to do to get over the hump and close this one out. Well, I mean, uh, it's another one of those deals where I wouldn't rule anything out as far as Nebraska. It's just a difficult place to play. Um, you know, Michigan State is uh, – they're always good. Um, and they got uh, uh, Malik, uh, Malik Hall back you know, off, off the bench. So, you know, they're kind of hitting on all cylinders now. So, um, you know, that it's just a, a game that Nebraska certainly is capable of – pulling off an upset, but it's just going to be a really tough challenge. I mean, anytime you go up to the Breslin Center, um, that's a tough place to play. Um, and so what it's going to come down to is how well Nebraska is able to maintain control of the game on both ends. What I mean by that is, uh, you know, controlling tempo um, with, with Michigan State's transition. You know, they're going to try to get out and run on every opportunity, whether it's forcing turnovers um, you know, defensive rebounds or block shots. They're going to try to get the ball and push the pace. Nebraska has to do a better job 
of getting back in transition and then slowing things down and taking care of the basketball to prevent those transition opportunities. And then, you know, obviously they're going to have to find a way to score. Um, you know, their offense, you know, as good as they played against Iowa, they still scored 66 points. Yep. So, you know, they, they got to find a way to get some more um, consistency uh, on that end of the floor, especially if you're going to try to win on the road in an atmosphere like that. So, um, you know, a lot needs to happen, you know, just like it did against Iowa, just like it did, uh, you know, in, in a lot of these previous games for, for Nebraska to have a chance. But um, it starts with Nebraska's defense. You know, they've proven that they can be an elite defensive team. And if they can continue that, they're going to have a chance against everybody, even on the road against a team like Michigan State. Yeah, if they win tonight, Robin, if they pull off the win and get to 2-2 two and two in conference play, you got Minnesota on the road next, who's not a very good team. You could potentially be 3-2 and two with two road wins there in conference play. Do you start kind of you know looking forward to what this could become this year, or are you, just, are you still a little hesitant in that conversation? Well, the win tonight would be their second quad one win, and I think it's played, I think this is their seventh overall uh, game against a quad one opponent. Um, no team in the country has played more mm. than that so far. So um, you pair that that record with you know, that type of net resume. Uh, that's <laughs> certainly going to be in the conversation. Um, but again, they've they've got a lot of more work to do, even beyond you know just just getting a couple wins this week. You know they um, missed out on some opportunities that maybe could have changed uh, this conversation a little bit. You know like. Having a win over Oklahoma right now would have looked yeah. pretty good. Um, you know, not getting throttled by St. John's would have looked yeah. pretty good. And yeah. you know, beating Purdue, obviously. So, you know, they've, they've still got some work ahead of them. Uh, but, you know, again, I think that they've shown um, over the, the last few games, certainly, uh, they're they're capable of making this a much different conversation come, uh, you know, the end of February, early March. And certainly I expected it, and I think most people expected it. So the question becomes, Robin Washington of HuskerOnline.com, is how good is the Big Ten? I heard DeCourcy say on the Big Ten Network that this might be a 10-bid league. What is Nebraska facing? What is your assessment of the league's strength? I mean, it's, I think, one of those deals where I think, even though they lost last night, uh, I think Purdue is still the class of the conference because um, most any given night, they're going to be the favorite. Uh, but two through 12, I would say, is maybe even beyond that, is wide open right now uh, to where anyone can beat anyone. And so that's, that's where you get the, the number of potential tournament teams, um, you know, because the, the, the league is so, there's so much parity. Uh, but I think, you know, there's maybe not the, the, the national level dominant teams that maybe you're used to seeing and how a lot of people gauge the strength of a conference where you know you, you look at how many national championship contenders there are uh, going into the tournament that might not be as reflective as it has been with this league in previous years so i the big 10 is always good um i guess apparently the only time it's not is when nebraska was 13 and 5 uh in it um yeah. but <laughs> yeah. this is going to be a year where i mean um they're going to be, you want to talk about quad one wins and opportunities, uh, the next, what, 17 games are going to be full of them for <laughs> yeah, Nebraska. So that, that, that's, that's, that's the good news, um, that there's lots of opportunity. 
the bad news that it's going to be once again an absolute grind uh, from here all the way uh, into, into the tournament in Minnesota. Isn't the question, Robin, is if Nebraska can hit shots late in these games because there's going to be a lot of close ones and hit free throws? Is this team a good enough free throw shooting team to close out games? They've been better. Um, you know, you look at the, the last few games, uh, they've made a pretty substantial improvement. You know, going from a, around a 60% team to, you know, I think up around 70 over the last few games. And so that, that's that been a big reason why they've had the success that they've had is that they've been better at the line. Um, but for me, it just comes down to um, finding consistent sources of offense. Right now, like the, there's been a lot of praise to how you know any given night they can have a guy step up and lead them in scoring. Well, the flip side to that is uh, any given night they can have your go-to scores have like four or five points on uh, a terrible shooting percentage, and so that that's kind of a problem more than it is an asset to me. Is that in these games that are all going to be you know a lot of them are going to be close. There's going to be a lot of ones where it comes down to the final four minutes and somebody's got to go just make plays. Does Nebraska have those options offensively that you know that you're going to get them the basketball and they're going to go find a way to get a bucket or get to the free throw line? And then once they get to the free throw line, are they going to convert in pressure situations? That's still very much an unknown. Um, and until they can get more proven consistency from guys beyond Sam Griesel, beyond Derek Walker, I mean, even even Griesel to an extent, uh, you know, th- that's, that's going to be, I think, the one biggest concern about what could potentially hold Nebraska back from taking a a major step forward. Robin, always great stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Thank you guys. Good stuff. Robin Walsh at HuskerOnline.com. Huskers again play tonight 6 p.m. at Michigan State on Big Ten Network. Big one, did you apologize to Robin for having him only for seven minutes? Uh, No. I talked about the Giants instead on the phone. Say congrats to your Giants for making the playoffs. Well, not, I, uh, when you're when you're in the wrong, you talk about what makes a person happy first. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a life skill there. It's a yeah, life hack. You're a good salesman. That's what I do. I know. That's what I do. All right. Well, big game, and let, now another big game. Let's play the game show. <laughs> the Give game us a show. call at 464-568. Five a chance to win a business box of bagels in the first game show of the calendar year. You've you not won or lost in 2023 yet. Yeah. Today's topic is, you know, College quarterbacks. Okay. What teams did these quarterbacks start for this year? Okay. In college football. I like it. 464-5685. Shut up, simple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, simple! No, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, 464-5685. Call the date down, Sip in trivia. He is uh, the record remains. We're going to keep the record going from last yeah. year. We're not we're not stopping. So it's 57 and 26. Yeah, that's incredible. You're 31 games above 500. Yeah. What's going on with you? Lock. Can he can he stay hot to begin? I should be good at this. I I know your lines are up. jacked. I know they are, and I, I I should be good at this. No school either. No, I no don't school think school next week. Maybe? No, this tomorrow. Oh, it starts tomorrow. I think it starts okay. tomorrow. Right. I know Alex goes back to school. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, if you can hear us, you're playing the game show. Who do we have today? 
Greg from Milford. Greg and no Milford. Way. No way, Greg. We haven't heard from you in a while. I said to the floor, I said, Greg, it's been a while. I've been in traveling way too much for my new job, so. You've been what? Traveling? I've been traveling for my new job, so I've been all over. Traveling a lot. Well, hey, it's nice to hear your voice again, Greg. You're, you've been a staple on this show. Hey, last time I was in the show, you were real close to 500, so you've been doing well since I've been Oh, I bet. He's on the heater since then. I guess you've been the good luck charm for going away. But glad to have you back, Greg. First question goes to you, Greg and Milford. What team in college football did Jaden Delora start for this year? Oh, Jesus. Uh, (laughs) Now, I guess I didn't catch the game. Is this bowl teams or is this any teams? Any teams. Oh, man. Uh, let's go Baylor Bears. Not the Baylor Bears. Sip, oh. do you want Jaden Delora? Oh, this team. I. This is a, you. You went odd on this. I'm gonna try this. Arizona. Arizona is correct. One zero lead for Sip. That was. I knew. That was about sixty percent. Tucson. Sure. Yeah. All right, for the Down in Tucson, yes, Jake. I've been to that stadium before, outside <laughs> of it. Right. I have. Okay. Uh, for the 2-0 lead sip, what team did Ben Goldbrinson start for this year? Oh. Okay, I knew you were going to come. I mean, come on. This would be an impressive get, I'll tell you that much. I'm about to get it. Ben Goldbrinson. Five seconds on Ben Goldbrinson. No idea. Take a guess. Oh, yeah, I better take a guess. Ben Goldbrinson? Tulane. Do you want that one, Greg and Milford, or not? Mm, I passed that one. That'd be Oregon State. Oregon State. Chance Nolan was the quarterback the first couple of yeah, games. Yeah, that's a hard ben one. Goldbrinson. My God, Jake. <laughs> that's why I gave you the hard one. Jeez. Okay, uh, Greg, for the tie, your last question. What team in college football... Did Brady Cook start for this year? Brady Cook. Yep, Brady Cook. Tulane. <laughs> Tulane again. Oh, for two on Tulane guesses. Sip, do you want Brady Cook for the win, or do you want to pass and go to your own question? If you missed this, you'd be back to zero zero. I'm going. You going? Oh, how about that? Look at this guy. Over. Missouri, the Tigers is correct. Sip 1-0 starts of the year. Yeah. Yeah, Good game, Sip. Good game. Thank you, Greg, and nice to to hear you again. Keep calling. Yeah. Keep calling. Take it easy, guys. All All right. right, Take it easy. Good stuff from Greg and Milford. How about Greg and Milford back? We had not heard from Greg in months. It's been a while. Good to hear from Greg. I mean several months. Good to have him back. Maybe he got depressed during football season. Why would he get depressed? Nebraska was bad again. Oh yeah, that yeah. you know that whole deal. Yeah. And maybe it hasn't. I mean, it's maybe been a couple months. Yeah. It hasn't been. Maybe three three months. Well, that's football season. Yeah. Do you want your last question? Yes. What team did Jaron Hall start for this year? Jaron Hall. Jaron with an N, not Jared. Jaron. Jaron Hall. God, you. These are really random. They are random they? today. Jaron Hall. Yeah. Colorado State. How about BYU? Similar Ooh. area, yeah. kind of a similar area, yeah. but uh, no, incorrect. I was in Colorado State's. Yeah, what did you think week. of their stadium? 
It's a beautiful stadium. Is it? Yeah. They have beautiful facilities there. They do. Yeah. Yep. Jay Norvell, I former Husker offensive coordinator. Walked by the basketball arena, walked by the football stadium. You like doing that. I like seeing campuses. Yeah, I do. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Don't be defensive. Campus was dead because it's you know no. winter break. And yeah, the, the photo you showed me mm-hmm. looked dead. Why do they have buffaloes? That's isn't that the Colorado that's buffaloes? Good, that's a good question. It's definitely yeah, definitely buffaloes. Not a ram. Not real like, buffaloes. There's a there was like statue a statue of, of two buffaloes. I think it's also confusing. I'm with you there. Yeah, that, that's that's the you. It's it's Colorado's thing, not Colorado State. Mm-hmm. Why would you have that in front of your stadium? I don't know. They're not Rams. Those were not Rams. Which the oh, they were. They were. Are you sure I don't they think were? Those are Rams. Double check it. <laughs> it's gonna be embarrassing if those are. Yeah. Rams. He'll be yet another embarrassment on early break. Wets, if those we're are pretty Rams. good at that. Tell me those are. Let's see. I mean, my first impression was those are buffaloes. <laughs> those are Rams. Oh, we are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> those are Rams. I didn't check. Oh yeah, yeah we, they're Rams. Oh God. <laughs> We apologize <laughs> the Rams. to Colorado State's administration and fan base yep. and players and anybody associated with it. Uh, those Jake, are Rams. Jake, those are Rams. Hey, at least we can confirm that. We didn't. Uh, we were wrong and we corrected it. Yeah. Those are Rams. Lovely stadium. Those are Rams right there. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. God, we're stupid. The spillover with Raph and AD is next on Early Break of the Ticket.